Hello and welcome to the Business of Property podcast. I'm Stuart. And I'm Simon. And we're both property people running our own businesses. And this podcast is just us chatting, as we often do, about anything and everything property. Although sometimes, I add as a, a very quick caveat, we talk about other things than property, but that are related to investing. And one of those things recently has been Simon's dalliance with crypto. And we thought we'd, we'd get an update. Well, we had a, a tweet from at the landlord regarding an update on this. So we, we don't like to let people down. So we thought, and personally, I'm rubbing my hands with glee because we'll be getting an update at the same time with regards to Simon's investment into crypto. And we'll also have a chat about our, our personal other uh, investments that we've got uh, in, in other areas. But Simon, without uh, me trying to build this up too much, how is the crypto investing world going for you? Well, it's been a roller coaster. <laughs> <laughs> and recently, when I was preparing for this or starting to prepare for this, I was feeling a little more positive about my, my crypto investment. And it, it looked like it was sort of recovering a bit and going, going better. However, having checked my, uh, my crypto balance just now in preparation for, for actually recording with you, it's, um, yes, a little upsetting. <laughs> um, so in, in this graph, I use an online crypto platform thing called Coinbase. I don't know that I would recommend it or anything like that. Don't don't take this as, as an endorsement, but it's it's the one I've chosen. And I've got a little graph of my my sort of account balance over time. And there are a couple of points where I've put money in, and the the graph is vertical as the my balance increases by the the bank transfer I've made. So money goes up when you put money in. Indeed, yes. And and today's line. Um, of the balance or, or the value of my, my crypto looks like that, but going the other way. <laughs> it's it's so steep. <laughs> it's um, instantly lost uh, quite a chunk. <laughs> I, I say quite a chunk. My my total investment that I've put into this is a thousand pounds. So we're we're not actually talking very big numbers in in well, it's significant. real pounds terms. I would still say it's it's significant. It's- but as they say with investing, it's got to be an amount which you are prepared to lose, which has to be the case. The first question I've just got for you before we, 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 we get too far into it is before you just checked it now to, you know, for, for the listeners, I can see a small tear leaving Simon's eye as he's talking about this. Um, but when you said it's doing better, do you mean it was doing less worse? I it, it it wasn't declining as much or it was increasing. I'm just trying to get my head around that. Yeah. So over the last week, couple of weeks, something like that, it has been doing less worse. <laughs> so perhaps I'll, I'll run through a, a very rapid sort of history of, of my balance. So in May, I put in two lots of £500, so bringing my total investment to £1,000. And I purchased some crypto with those pounds i purchased a, a range of different cryptocurrencies so i've only owned little teeny tiny bits of of various currencies although the majority of my holding is actually in ethereum just because i i like some of the principles around that that coin and particularly i like some of their future plans around changing the way new coins are are mined but 
let's not get into that. So thousand pounds in, and I purchased some some cryptocurrency with it, and almost immediately it started losing value. So that by the time I mean it, it went up and down sort of a bit during this process, but mostly down. So that by the time we reached, I think it was July-ish, looking at this graph, it it reached its its lowest value of five hundred and seventy-eight pounds. So I, I managed to take a thousand pounds and turn it into five hundred and seventy-eight pounds. So um, yes, don't follow my investing suggestions too often. <laughs> One thing which I read today, as, as of today's recording, which you may have caught up on, is that the, because of the new variant of COVID, which has been reported on overseas, which which we're not going to get into, but that uh, I believe has impacted a lot of, for want of knowing the real words, but institutional investment in crypto. And I saw that crypto had dropped by 20% today, as of today, the value of yeah. it purely for that reason. So that's the the rapid downward line I've I've seen. I, I didn't know the reason, but there, that's, that's interesting. Yeah, which is why it, it, we, you know, when when we do check these things daily, it's sometimes uh, it, it's it's a dangerous thing to do because you you might become more reactive than you should be as these things as one should be yeah. when these things smooth out. Yeah, quite. So, uh, so yeah, I mean, you're, you're absolutely right. And, and looking at this graph, I can see spikes up and down throughout the the time I've owned these these crypto coins but the the low point was was in july-ish time and and after that it started going up and again it's up and down a bit but but it did actually go up mostly overall to i think i'm not quite sure when this was end of october beginning of november something around there where it reached just over 1200 pounds so so we've 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 taken a thousand pounds shrunk it to Whatever it was, I can't remember now. Five hundred and eighty odd quid, <laughs> and then without doing anything else to it, it's grown all on its own, all the way back up to, to twelve hundred pounds. So I was thinking, well, hey, this is great. <laughs> Made some money. <laughs> so, as a reminder, what was the month, the first month you invested in this year? So I, I started in May. May, okay. So I just think it's really interesting. I mean, I find it genuinely interesting, particularly as we, you know, we are all interested in what we do with our money because. You know, property for most of us, certainly for me, is a means to an end, and I would like to do other investments. But when we talk about volatility, I mean that is volatility at its best, isn't it? There, the, what you've seen in in just six months. Yep. And and as you mentioned earlier, the it's, it's plummeted again today. So actually, I should should say, in the last few weeks, it it had taken a, a big fall already, and then it looked like it was recovering a bit. And yeah, today it's it's disastrous again and i now as of looking at this right now have 1003 pounds worth of crypto <laughs> well we've got to laugh but you know the next time you want to do something with a thousand quid give it to me and i'll give you three quid for six months that is fine i will do that just for you <laughs> those investment terms i would be happy to take on but but will you also provide all this entertainment that I've had for the last six months checking these graphs every day? <laughs> well, you know I can. You know I can. Well, look, <laughs> rather than you know really try and uh, nail you down, why don't we move on to something that which may be a little bit more positive? So I know that we we had a chat around using Vanguard. Other platforms are available, but that's just the one that I used, and and you've now invested in for stocks and shares. So how's that going for you? 
Okay, right. So let, let me change the tab and uh, check on my, my Vanguard investment. So first of all, I would like to say that I did find this really easy. It was was very easy to set, get set up. I was definitely pre-decided I was only going to invest in index funds of some description or another. Uh, I haven't done anything with my ISA allowance this year, so it was fairly straightforward for me to decide to use a, an ISA account set up with Vanguard because it's got very low fees, especially for small investments, which I definitely fall into at the moment. And then you just have to choose where you actually want to to buy the shares, which index funds. And there is a long list, and it is a bit daunting to to look through that and try and decide where you actually want to put your 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 funds and your investments. So I, I went online and looked for some investing guides for for passive investors, and various things suggested that you should uh, sort of split your investments up, a bit of equities, perhaps some bonds to balance that, perhaps some international equity equity funds and th- things things like that. So. I decided that I would do a little bit of UK investment. So I went for the FTSE 250. I decided I'd try and balance that as a a good professional, not really professional, but the idea was stocks and shares investor with some bonds. And then beyond that, I wanted to put some money into more sort of ESG funds. So environmental, social, what's the G stand for, Stuart? Help me. Governance. (laughs) Thank you. So, so the idea being that these these are, are are good companies, who knows really? But anyway, so yeah, so I've been slowly drip feeding some money into that. I, I put some money in very initially. Actually, I should check which which month I started this in. And the answer to that is I didn't get around to starting until September, so it's, it's quite recent. And again, I started with I think a thousand pounds when I first first put that in, and I split that between. 500 in the FTSE 250 and 500 in one of the, the bond funds. And a month later, I had lost £29.97. pence. <laughs> so yes, again, <laughs> not the best of starts. No, but it's, but it's a, that's a very short time frame. To... Yeah, and, and I think I, I timed it badly. Yeah. And it's been a couple more months since, and I've, I've dripped feed, I've dripped I have fed small amounts in since then as well. I'm, I don't quite know how they calculate the, the percentage return, but apparently I, I'm achieving now a 4.3% rate of return on, on the funds I put in, which, which I, I think sounds okay. It's certainly an awful lot better than I'm, I'm getting in a savings account. And certainly better than what you get with crypto. <laughs> yeah, today anyway. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> today, yeah. <laughs> so, so yeah, that... that yeah, it's only a small amount at the moment, and I'm going to carry on drip feeding some more into there. And hopefully, after that first month that was quite bad, it will it will keep going up and keep doing better. And, and four and a bit percent is not too bad, but hopefully, it'll get better still. Yeah. How are you? How about you, Stuart? Because you you also have have an ongoing Vanguard stocks and shares tracker investment thing. Can I think of any more words to throw in there? <laughs> yeah, yeah. You can stop there. I think that's enough. Yeah, I started mine in February, and I think. I think I start well. I think I put a five hundred pounds in, followed by uh, five hundred more quickly after, and then I pay in on a, on a monthly basis. My biggest concern was just overexposure to property because I am, well, I guess we are ex- massively exposed to property, and I'm personally very exposed in a single area. I do have a couple of properties outside of that, but that's a conversation for another day. But yeah, just checking my portal as we're talking and the. 
my personal rate of return at the moment since the account opened is 13.42%, which is, um, yeah, in eight months. I'm very, I'm very happy with that. Yeah, that's excellent. Yeah. But, and, and it's important to note that I think, like you said, timing is, is key, but you know, you, you can't time it a bit like you can't time with the house market, you know, when it's at its peak or, or, you know, when it's at its lowest, you know, to start for me, starting was the important bit. And it's funny because, you know, I remember sort of speaking to my wife after three, four months saying, Oh, it's amazing. It's at 7% or 8%. And, you know, we, we're not getting that, you know, you know, we all know we're getting like 0.1% if we're lucky in our current accounts or wherever. And, I think the month after I'd said that, it, it dropped to 3% because of the whatever was causing the market fluctuations that did. And that's when I sort of said, oh, do you know what? This was a long-term thing for me, like property. So I'm just going to, I'm not going to, I'm going to treat victory and defeat as the same imposter. But it is always nice to, to open up a, uh, your dashboard and to see double-digit growth because that uh, makes it feel worthwhile. So, so far, positive experience. But for me, as, as said on this podcast before, it was just about having a little pot of money, appreciating that it, that it can decrease, but a pot of money that was just put aside that was much more difficult for me to access and just something that wasn't in property. Yeah, that's fantastic returns. It's, it's, it's brilliant. As you said, I think a lot of it is down to, to timing if you want to make the really, really big returns. And I think particularly this year and pushing a bit into last year, so I, the last elapsed year rather than the last calendar year there there have been some big gains if you started earlier in that because obviously everything mm. dropped off a cliff in 2020 so if you were managing to to buy at that point or uh, as things came out of that then there were some some big increases to to be had and just looking at timing if i had bought my ethereum one year ago so back in 2020 if I put my like one thousand pounds in or whatever at that point, over this time, even with the the collapse again today, it's gone up seven hundred and twenty seven percent. Right, seven hundred and twenty seven percent. I mean, that, that's absolutely insane. That actually scares me because if something can increase by that much in in a year, you worry about how how it can come back, and 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 that's the question that. I guess even the most ardent analysts would try and answer is if it can go up that quickly, how how quickly can it come back down again? And how much farther can it go down or, or how much farther can it go up? Exactly. I mean, when, when it's been that kind of crazy growth in a year, I, I look at it and think, surely I've missed the boat. Sure, surely it's, it's not going to go any higher and certainly not by another 700% in the next year. And yeah, it, it. I don't know. It could it? Would it? I really don't know. Yeah, I'm not going to think about that. We'll, we'll we'll come back in a year's time and see see what new crypto adventures we've had. Yeah, yeah. Let's see. So so we've talked about your crypto. Not doing great stocks. Just starting out really. But then the other investment that you mentioned was previously was the angel investment that you were looking at. Yeah. So I was I was umming and about a new angel investment. So I already have one which is a, a very, very small angel investment in effectively someone else's property company. So that money was put into the, the property and they now pay me a, a fixed interest rate on that. And yes, I was investigating a, a new setup of the same thing, a 
chunk of investment into someone else's property company to cover their ownership of the property or purchase the property or whatever. In this particular case, it was to replace another investor who wanted to take some of their money back out. Having gone through, I know, a few weeks of discussions with them and investigation and looking through the, the contract and talking to one of the other investors that they have, I decided to go ahead with it. Uh, this is a, a slightly bigger uh, investment than than I've made in in crypto or in stocks and shares. Yet again, tilting my exposure back to the property world. But yes, it's it's there, and I haven't had the the first interest payment yet, but that's that's due in a couple of weeks' time or so, uh, and that should be should be paying six percent um, on that that investment. So hopefully, that will do an awful lot better than the money was doing in a savings account. Uh, at the moment, that looks like it might do better than my my crypto as well, <laughs> and uh, might be on a par perhaps with with the stocks and shares, depending on how how far up they they get towards yours. So yeah, uh, that's that's my sort of recent investment journey or or experiments, <laughs> if you like. Just for the listeners' benefit, the angel investment is that that is that a five figure investment? Yes, yes, it's a five figure investment. Yes, it's five figure investment and. So you're investing in someone's company and they're just giving you a flat return for a period of time. Yep. In theory, it's a two-year loan, but it, that there's flexibility within that. Okay. So, yeah, because that was my next question. Just And again, just think for those listening and just thinking about the exit. But So that's a two-year loan. So ideally, they pay back the principal at the end of that two-year period, unless you agree to extend the term. So that's... Yep. Indeed. They, they have... They are expecting other money to to become available to them <laughs> within that time frame, which is the the intended exit plan. But yes, obviously, it's property, and we we can never quite tell what's going to happen next. And in these sorts of agreements, being I'm generalising now, would you have that loan with the individual or with the company? It's with the company uh, at their end. Uh, at my side, it's an individual. You, you can lend from company to company as well. That, that is entirely possible. But in my case, it's been lent from me as an individual to them as a company. And do you seek any personal guarantees from the people you invest with? So in, in this case, I have not. I did consider it and I did sort of explore the idea with them. But as it currently stands, I've decided to go ahead with without anything, without any actual guarantees or any sort of holds over the, the property or anything like that it's it's just a, a straight up at risk loan yeah so i suppose we call it uns- unsecured yeah in in that snow uh, that's fine i think it's just good for people to to hear what's happening in the real world in terms of your investments other than those i, I should add to that actually that i didn't while it is an unsecured loan i i hope that i made quite thorough investigations before going ahead with it so i had a number of calls with the the people who run the company and talked through their their past current and future financial plans for for the company and also other their other sort of business interests around that which which may well interact with it and, and help provide some of their future funding plans so it wasn't done lightly and and i certainly wouldn't recommend people just start throwing random five-figure amounts at any old property investment they come across you 
you do, especially if it's unsecured, you do really need to do some some homework and some investigation and and check up on people. And and I I hope I have done sufficient for it to be safe in this case. Well, well, knowing you like I do, I, I think there's would never be a concern that you hadn't uh, done your due diligence. And I think it's a good it's a good caveat for everyone and an important point for everyone to to know as well in terms of the due diligence uh, if you're thinking about getting involved in property uh, the, the investors i work with are you know to, to say they do their due diligence is a slight understatement i mean they would you know pull apart everything they want to know about the properties which is absolutely fine and that's the way i'd want it it what the worst thing in the world for both parties i think would be to go into an agreement where uh, you know, an investor invests with you and say, well, I didn't, I wasn't aware that that was going to happen. And I didn't realize, in fact, it, it's an interesting point because I had a, a conversation with someone that is looking to invest at the moment. And they had a very clear idea of what they wanted. They wanted a 12 month investment. They wanted a set percentage return. So very similar. The first thing I said was, well, look, I, I don't take investment for, I won't take investment for 12 month period. And they said, why is that? And I said, well, First reason is we're talking about property. Twelve months is not a very long time in property, and also as you know, it's born out of experience. I said, you know, the second thing is for me, I wouldn't consider less than two years. In fact, that would be the bare minimum. I said I wouldn't consider less than two years because of you know all the things we talked about in this podcast, like my six month flip, which I still own after two years. I said things just happen that are sometimes out of our control. And I said one thing I hate to do. I said it has happened, but one thing I hate to do is turn around to an investor and go. Dear Mr. Mrs. Investor, by the way, I yeah, I'm not going to get your capital out yet. It's going to take another year. Now that's fine in certain relationships. I said, but I'd much rather be in a situation where I deliver what we say we're going to deliver. And it, it was quite a freeing experience actually, because the person wanted 12 months and a, a certain percentage, and I just said, well, number, I wouldn't give that percentage. You know, my my percentage is at least two percent points lower, unless the amount's bigger. But it was it was quite freeing to know where I stood. And know where I stood, even though I knew that's not what the investor wanted, because I thought at least we're both crystal clear. Now, he or she may come back to me and go, do you know what? It's fine. I think I'll take those terms. But the most likely outcome is they won't. But at least we've both had eyes wide open from the outset. So I think it is it is key. And I'd, I'd certainly expect any investor to be looking at my company, its accounts, which are, of course, on company's house and, and all of that stuff, just to make sure that I'm not uh, a shyster. I mean, I, I keep that. I keep my shystiness well hidden from anyone. So, <laughs> so I haven't get... found it yet. So, so yeah, <laughs> very well hidden. Yeah. <laughs> but before before we finish up, I have one last question for you, Stuart. We we were talking about mortgages very recently, and and have you actually decided to go ahead with with one of the mortgages we were discussing? Well, the short answer to that is yes. I've selected the five year fixed, but. We are still waiting to hear back from the the, the the bank stroke broker on on the exact fees that we're going to be paying. So although I've selected it, obviously I won't be signing it off until we, we've been really clear on what those fees are. So I went for the five-year fixed. Rationale was pretty much as we spoke about previously, which I just need to get a fixed term. And the other thing which I think brought it out for me during our conversation was that okay, you could go for a two-year fixed on a cheaper rate, but the fees, the broking fees and the remortgage fees and the valuation fees probably would have negated most of, if not all of, the savings I would made. So 
that was a really good conversation for us to have on that. But the bank has become so pedantic about the 25-page form that I've completed that it's it's been it's been back in at least three times, and some of the things it's quite ridiculous what they've you know there's been a box quite literally a box not ticked, so they need the whole form resubmitted. You know, it's um, it's the joys of property, Simon. It's the joys of property. It is indeed. And on that note, if if anyone would like to share their joys with us, please do reach out to us. We're on Twitter, we're online. You can drop us emails. All of those contact details will be in the show notes. And of course, you can find all of our previous episodes on thebusinessofproperty.com. And if you're liking what you hear, please do get that thumb to give us a quick five-star review. It will be gratefully received and make both of us very happy. Until next week. <laughs>